Egyptian cotton feels smooth on the skin, and I guarantee your sex appeal go up. My shit, I went from a five to an eight as soon as I put this on. You feel me? Ooh, fire! And look, if it look good on me, it's gonna look good on your in between ass. All right, y'all know the deal. So let's hop right into it. And I've been seeing this all over the socials, the media's, uh, all through the art news articles, all through all types of shit, bro. And I'm sick of it. And I'm going to talk to you specifically, black man. What the f***, man? Can y'all stop fighting at these kids' sporting events? What is wrong with y'all? These AAU games, black men fighting refs, refs fighting other coaches. Hell, over the weekend at this freaking peewee football goddamn game, you feel me? Uh, yeah. Ex-NFL star Aki Talib, bro, his brother, killed somebody. What the f***, bro? Killed a youth football coach, bro. What is wrong with y'all, bro? Bro, I, I ain't never seen this shit before, even heard about it. When I was growing up, playing in AAU, playing, you know, I, I didn't play peewee football, didn't have enough money for that shit. You had to be kind of kind of rich, or at least kind of middle class to get in them programs. Couldn't afford it. But when I'm saying AAU, b-ball, I mean the parents and the people in the stands, they got into heated debates. There's arguments between coaches and parents and stuff like that, but there's never no physical altercation. There's arguments between, you know, players and refs, coaches and refs. There was arguments. But nobody ever put any hands on each other. There was never, ever any fights. This stuff started happening recently. I want to say within, as soon as we were able to come back from the 
you know, the T-Virus 19. Now all of a sudden, motherfuckers want to fight the refs. Refs want to fight the coaches. Refs want to fight the fans. Fans want to fight the coaches. People bringing weapons to this shit. And like, don't get me wrong. There's always people bringing weapons, but nobody used them. Like I said, nobody ever used physical, physical altercation. There was never any type of fights. There's arguments. Now, if the fights did happen, sometimes the fights happen, but it was between players. And then players, you know what I mean, parents jumped in and stuff like that. But there was nothing deadly happened. Nobody ever got shot, stabbed. Nobody got killed or nothing like that. And if there was a it was parking lot fights after the game. Meet me in the parking lot. Meet me over here. You know what I mean? Nobody could be around. You feel me? We get our we get our little aggression out. You know how men do sometimes? We get our aggression out through fighting. And sometimes after that, we be friends sometimes. What? But it was never in front of the damn event itself. It was never in front of the kids sporting events because you didn't want to show that to the kids. And black men, and this, and I'm saying black men because I'm only seeing black men at these events <laughs> fighting and shooting shit or whatever. Bro, stop the bullshit. Stop it, yo. Stop it. We want to be looked at in a better light and as a better example. Well, we got to stop this whole dumb shit we doing right here. This is out of hand. Hell no. I got homies that got kids and shit. You feel me? And I'm like, uh. I'm like Uncle Maul, and if I go to a sporting event, I ain't trying to be fighting. I don't want to see no damn fights. I want to see some shit talking, a little bit of arguing, but no fights. No, nobody shooting each other. Nobody got to stab each other. No killing. We got to set a better example for the freaking kids. What the hell is going on? I can't believe this. And yet I'm specifically talking to black men with this. We got to do better. We got to do better. What the hell wrong with us? I've been in leagues. You feel me? Look, I've been in like men leagues and stuff. And I'll be getting, getting arguments with the ref. People getting arguments with the ref. But there's no fighting. Nobody throwing no hands. Because we, we know better. At the end of the day, we all black men. We trying to do better. When I go to, when I went to like sporting events where, you know, kids playing and shit like that, nobody was fighting. None of the black men I looked up to, they weren't fighting. They got no arguments and shit. But nobody threw hands. Nobody brought a gun and killed somebody. We got to do better. And as a black man, we want, we want the world to respect us. We want our black women to respect us. Well, how the f*** are going to respect that we doing this in front of our damn kids? The people we supposed to be raising to be better people. And we doing this bullshit. God damn. What's wrong with y'all? Oh my God, bro. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of hearing it. I'm sick of it. If y'all want to fight, go to the parking lot after the game. Go somewhere else. Away from the kids. Do it like it did back in the day. Say, you know what? You know. Pause this, but. <laughs> hey, meet me in the bathroom, bro. Then nobody can see that. We'll throw them hands real quick. You ain't big a thing. Then let it be.
that, man. Tired of that. Oh my God, bro. I am sick of it. Stop fighting at these freaking kids' sporting events. Stop trying to relive your goddamn childhood and your glory days or how you, man, I could have made it to the league. Back out of that. All that ego bullshit. Black men. Nah, bruh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. What the f Are we devolving? What the hell? Oh, motherfuckers absurd. I can't believe this crap. God damn. We gotta do better, black man. We gotta do better. You feel me? You feel me? Yeah, and I hold us accountable. You feel me? I ain't just talking shit about white people. I ain't gonna just only hold Mexican people accountable. I ain't gonna just only hold Asian people accountable and women accountable. I'm gonna hold us accountable too when I see some bullshit. Stop it. Stop it. Argue all you want. It's sports. I get it. Arguments happen. I be hooping at 24-hour fitness, and we argue at times. At the end of the day, we shake hands, we good, we respect each other. Y'all got kids <laughs> watching y'all, and y'all doing this horse shit. I can't believe it, man. Ooh, I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> shit, grinding my gears. <laughs> man. God damn. Ooh. Let me calm down. Let's get this out of here. Alright, we about to get into the next segment. Woo-wee! And we getting into the sad segment. In this movie right here, gotta talk about, you feel me? Um, This movie to me was a... It's pretty decent, you feel me? It was a, uh, it was a lot of action, a lot of gunplay. The Gray Man on Netflix. Uh, god damn, action from the beginning. Jeez Louise, all oh, nothing but gunshots. Baka baka blaka blam. That's all. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Alright, man. So, the gray man. Alright. First of all, let me give you the damn stats since I'm a damn stat teacher. You feel me? INDB gave it a 6.5 and Rotten Tomato gave it a 46%. <laughs> God damn. Holy Harriet. Movie was a lot better than that. It was really mid. You feel me? It was like a sick. High 60% in my opinion. So with them critics, you know, I gotta say fuck y'all. To the people, 88%. I mean, fuck y'all too. What the fuck? It wasn't that good. God damn. It had some great actors in it, but it wasn't like super good. It wasn't super bad either. So yeah, 88%. Y'all really like violence out there. Y'all just like people getting hit with guns and stuff. Huh. Alright, just came out July 2nd. July 2nd. July 22nd of this year. You feel me? This was, uh, the directors of this was, um, where the directors at? Hmm. 
who was the directors? Why did there we go? Joe Russo and Anthony Russo. So the Russo brothers, they direct a lot of you know action shit. You feel me? And uh, essentially, this was uh the CIA movie, bro. Like one dude was in the CIA, the Gray Man, and essentially he hunted down another CIA agent in the beginning, and that CIA agent was like, bro, you gonna see? And he saw. He didn't want to kill somebody. And they were like, oh, you don't want to kill somebody? All right, we're going to kill your ass. <laughs> that was the plot of the movie. You saw how fast I did that plot. I did that under a minute. Some of these movies, these plots be under a minute plots, bruh. You feel me? But they had a solid-ass cast, though. So they had Ryan Gosling. He was Court, court Gentry. Then they had uh, Chris Evans. He was Lloyd Hansen. I think he was the uh, the uh, other agent that Ryan Gosling killed, Court Gentry. Then uh, it had, um, yeah, and also Brad became a babysitter. And then he was emotionally, like, not there. He was emotionally not available. He was just, but then now he, he like, had a bond with this character, played by Julia Butters. She was Claire Fitzroy. And then, uh, yeah, they had a few all. Oh, I hate when they do that. Then they had this other bruh. Uh, they pre he was the head of the CIA agents and people were like that. When I saw him, I was like, man, who's this bootleg Ma Malcolm X? What? Feel me? <laughs> ah! And he played by Reese Jean Page. It was Denny. Carmichael, you feel me? I'm like, just motherfucker. Then he used a line. He used a Malcolm X line. He said, by any means necessary. I was like, oh, I see what they doing here. I see what they doing here. Okay. Yeah. But the cast was cool, bro. And like, I mean, to me, storyline was cool too. I didn't mind it. I kind of, it was very generic. It's a very generic type of storyline. You feel me? But. I mean, it was an action thriller film. What do you expect? That's all. That's what we really wanted to see, and they gave it to us. They gave us what we wanted. I mean, they could have gave us less gun action. God damn. I felt every five minutes. I was like, what the fuck? God damn. Shit. All right, let me give y'all the... And this is what I'm going to start doing this with the sad segment reviews. I'm going to start trying to give y'all... The technical plot line, you feel me? Um, basically, like I said, it's an American thriller, uh, screenplay from Chris Remarcus, Stephen McFair, based on the old nine novel, the same name, whatever. Yada 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 yada, yada 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 yada. Give us the plot. I'm gonna read this a little bit. In 03, a CIA official Donald Fisher visit a prison. Oh, and that's another thing. Ryan Gosling character, uh, court. Whatever his name is, uh, he was a prisoner. He was, that's how they got their CIA agents. Like, they were like, hey, these niggas good at killing people. Shit, we just gonna hire them. <laughs> oh my God, bruh. That's essentially what they were doing. They were like, yo, these motherfuckers is clean as assassins. You know what? We hire you to kill people for us. And we will reduce your sentence. That's exactly what was going on. Ah, uh, yeah, he was a prisoner, minor convicted of killing his abusive father. He mur murdered his father, murked him. 
because his father was on some bullshit. You feel me? And yeah. You being assassin creed for us, we'll reduce your sentence. You ain't gotta worry about it, pal. We knew your father wasn't shit. Hell, if we was in your shoes, we would have murked him too. And they show like this nigga was drowning them and shit, drowning this kid. I'm like, I'm like, it's fed up what he did, but did he knew that uh uh that hold on. Let me do it like this. You feel me? Uh the gray man. So I could just have all the characters, you feel me? I mean, did uh did did bruh know that uh Court Gentry was gonna be a CIA agent because he was drowning the nigga and you see a scene where the other sats drowning his ass and you like Oh, and that's another character that oh wow, that's one. Alright. Uh-huh. Dunk. Yeah, they had uh Billy Bob Thornton. He was Donald uh Fitzroy, you feel me? He the one recruiting all the Assassin Creed ass motherfuckers. That Billy Bob Thornton in this bitch. Hmm. Yeah. Um. And like the dude was slapping him around and shit. I was like, God damn! You see all the scars that he had from not only working as an assassin, also through his traumatic childhood. God damn. But yeah. I mean, that's basically the plot, bro. I don't need to read the rest of this, bro. Y'all go to Wiki, bruh. You know, so essentially, like, like I said, bro's a prisoner, killed his abusive father. They hired him to be an assassin. Then one of the missions, he met up with another assassin, the uh, Chris Evans character, Lloyd Hansen, and uh, basically he told him like, "Hey, bro, um, actually, was it, was it?" Yes, yeah, yeah. See, he was he got kicked out the uh. Lloyd Hansen got kicked out of the CIA agency and shit. And then they tried, they were like, yo, you're going to have to murder him. And then he was like, bro, you about to see these niggas crooked. Government crooked. Message. Yeah. <laughs> and then essentially what happened was he. He popped him. Wow. Cordrain. Boop. Lloyd Hansen. Dead. But after that, it was another mission. Bruh didn't want to do the killing. He was like, and he started asking questions. He was like, why did this agent do this? Why did he say that? I think he shot him like in the arm. I don't think he killed him. And then, you know, of course, started asking too many questions. And then Danny Carmichael was like, nah, we got to kill this motherfucker too. He got to go. So let's get our other agent. And that's when, um, what character was that? The, uh, yeah, Susan Brewer, played by uh, Jessica Henwick, sent her to like, she was popping motherfuckers who killing. I'm telling you, it was a bunch of killing. That's all it was. Gunplay, killing, and babysitting. Send her over there be like, yo, check him out, but also kill him. And they had another agent played by, uh, I think, Avic's son. No, Avic's son was the agent, but it was played by Da, da Hunos? Dahunos, like that was the other agent to try to kill him. Anyway, somehow this motherfucker court gentry was like, "Are right, you sideline?" But now you gotta babysit Claire Fitzroy as I guess uh, Donald Fitzroy's uh, grandniece or granddaughter. 
Who knows? I was distracted by all the shooting. I was, <laughs> I was distracted by all the gunplay and the fighting and the action and all that. So the storyline kind of is hazy to me. <laughs> they start babysitting her and then like they start bonding and then she gets kidnapped. Nigga, is this fucking, uh what what is that freaking movie name where bruh like you find out he he kind of races down the line. He don't he don't like black people, black men. What is that movie? It sounds the same. Take it. Is this Taken 2.0? The Gray Man. Like kind of the now I'm explaining the plot and I'm like this shit sound the same. It's just all CIA shit. I think the uh, Taken was like um, they were actually criminals in the <laughs> I don't know. They can't look it. She got kidnapped, and she he had to go save her. Courtney saved her, whoop everyone's ass. Uh, Malcolm X 2.0, he got mad, and like you know, company got destroyed, but not really because it's CIA. And I guess Court Gentry has a heart, and he dealt with his childhood trauma. Through Claire Fitzroy and through murdering people and killing the bad guys. You know what? <laughs> hey, hey, Rotten Tomatoes IMDb, after explaining this, I'm sorry saying fuck y'all. Actually, frick y'all. Because now I'm starting to agree with this. Like, maybe this movie wasn't that good. It just distracted us with sure. violence. <laughs> Like, yo, this wasn't, wow. Wow, I changed my own damn mind. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my God. Hold on, hold on, bruh. Wow, wow, I'm reading, wow. Uh, I, he... Courtney Gentry, Ryan Gosling saves the day like the rest of his movies. End of the story. The movie, The Gray Man. This shit left me gray, man. I was like, <laughs> is this good or bad? I don't know. I'm neutral. I'm right in between. I have no idea. I'm like Sweden. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> the Gray Man on Netflix. Get this out of here. This, whatever. All right, you know what time it is. Ooh, snaps. It is me time. time, and let's get it. I got some juicy memes for y'all. And uh, since we was uh talking about like you know sporting events and like AAU and you know refs involved and fighting and all that shit, I had to get a bunch of sports memes, okay? And the first meme I got, you know, it got uh. The Seahawks player, when he, like, I think he uh, he tapped it out into the backfield. You know, you could make it, like, a safety somehow if you're a defensive player and it's fumbled. Or, like, or it's a kickoff and you hit it in the background. I don't know one of the rules that at down the line you don't figure out until the play happened. And they got the ref, and he's sitting there like this. And it says, refs be like, I didn't see anything. 
And that's why, hey, for real though, that's why one of the uh the coaches fought the refs at the AU game because it is. Ref was like they're standing there, and the ref was like, "No, nah, I didn't see it." And the coach was like, ah, blah, 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 blah. "You feel me?" And it's like, "Hey, refs really do be like they did be like staring right at you." Honestly, a thing, bro. Like how? Right there. <laughs> All right, we talked about talk about AU basketball, and bro, this happened to me, bro, when I was in middle school, bro. They had look at. It it reads AAU basketball, fifth grade division. Need to see those driver's license, please. You know why? Cause they got they got they got these two little two little chicks, right? They look like they're in fifth grade. You feel me? They play basketball. They in the basketball line. Then they got this big ass girl. Look like she in eleventh grade. What? Look like she can almost dunk a basketball. You feel me? And they trying to pass her off as a fifth grader. Come on. Show me them licenses, please. Uh-uh. This ain't a fifth grader. She's smooth in the 11th, 12th grade. <laughs> and this happened to me, bro. I'm in middle school. They had this one motherfucker, bro. This nigga had a beard. Oh, my God. <laughs> and trying to pass him off as a seventh grader. Bro, it's all his licenses. This nigga's in the 12th grade. Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh my god, bruh. Oh. oh my goodness, bro. All right. All right, so we talk about Pee Wee football, bro. And like, we got me with the Pee Wee football, you feel me? And like, the two kids helping the one kid up, and the other kid, clearly he's concussed. And he's out of it. Oh, bruh. And it reads Coach tell you to shake it off. For, fortunately, tremors are a side effect of CTE. Tremors. I think he meant tumors. Could be tremors. I could be wrong. I don't know, but clearly this little, little bruh is slumped. And I'm... Bro, that's how these coaches be. You get smacked in the head. You get smacked unconscious. You like... Hello? Am I home right now? No, bro, you on the field? What the hell? Hey, something wrong with bro. And the coach, nah, shake it off. Shake it off. You'll be all right. Shake off a concussion? Are you serious? Coach, let me ask you something. Have you ever shaken off a concussion? Have you ever been concussed? No? Then shut your freaking mouth. Talk about shaking off. You need to be like, we need medical attention. <laughs> God damn. Toxic, toxic, toxic. <laughs> Oh my God, bro! Oh man, we gotta do better when it comes to these these kids' sporting events, bro. We gotta be better individuals. We gotta be better leaders. We gotta be better. Oh man, don't ever. If you're a coach out there and you're watching this, please don't ever tell a kid to shake it off if they're clearly hurt. That is the worst advice ever. I know that's what was done to us when we were younger, but let's break the cycle. Can we please break the? Generational trauma kid sports cycle, please. Can we do that? Can we stop all the fighting? Can we be, be better people? <sighs> all right. Enough with the damn CTE. Ah! Speaking of CTE, we need to check for uh, Marshawn Lynch and Frank Gore to see if they got that shit because they've been. 
executing some behavior that might say that they might have it. I don't know, but they might have it. Who knows? But uh, hey man, hey, give y'all, give yourself a goddamn hand clap out there if y'all watching or listening. You know why? Cause I got the best audience out there. You feel me? If they watch, at least they learning. I appreciate all y'all. You feel me? This is another episode of The Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic. Woo! For my tubers out there. YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a share. Comment a sub, sub a share, share a comment, Gosh. comment a like, hell, like a sub. Y'all know what to do. Most of y'all smart out there, you feel me? For my potters out there, man. I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on SoundCloud, and I'm on Apple Podcasts. Across all those platforms, all you gotta do is type in the gap, or come on, Jazzy ENT, and Booyah Shaka pop right up. Oh my goodness, man. You know who I gotta thank? I gotta thank my lovely sponsor, you feel me? Who I'm rocking the garments, you feel me? First place losers. Link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check it out. Fire ass garments, feel soft on your skin, you feel me? Uh, it, I guarantee it, it brings up your sex appeal. Your sex appeal just bloop, jump up hella points. It jump up hella points like if you pay off a delinquent credit card, your credit score bloop. Jump up hella points. Sex appeal points go up soon as you put it on. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. So y'all go get it. Get some garments. Come on. Come on, people. Y'all can do it. <laughs> yeah. But hey, man, I appreciate all y'all from the ugly to the beautiful to the in-betweeners. And at the end day, <laughs> black men, we got to do better at these sporting events. Stop the bullshit. On that note, I'm out. Peace out, y'all. Kids events, bro. Oh shit. This was good. This was good.